All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Blanc Podcast. My name is Jackson. I'm here with Nick. Hello, Nick. Hello, guys. Um, it's the British Open week. It is the British Open week. Yeah. Do people not like here in the British Open? No, no. The people in England don't like it being called the British Open. They like it be calling like it called the Open Championship. I remember, I remember Colin Morikawa last year. They call it the British Open, and he got a lot of slack for that. But in my opinion, it's the British Open, and it will always be the British Open. Um, unless we want to come up with, like, the seventh major and make it the Open Champion. The only Open Championship it would be would be it'd have to be played in the United States because that's where golf is most dominant, it's, you know. Uh, people don't like it being called the British Open. I don't really mind it, actually. Me either, because I, um, I think it. Yeah, I I'd rather call it the Open because of the U.S. Yeah. Open. I like the continuity, but <laughs> British Open is uh, easier for people who don't really know much about golf. Yeah, because like you think the Open, you're like, where's that being played? And then you thought, yeah. Um, well, Nicholas, we have some freaking storylines. All right, we have some storylines. You, I, you know what? Let me. You know what? You know what we're gonna do first off. Yeah. First of all, we're gonna give our picks. Oh wow. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna throw a little curveball. We haven't done a podcast in two weeks, and I take responsibility. I apologize about that, but I think it worked out well. I Golf agree. Pods going through some changes here that you guys will be seeing in the next month, and I'm pretty excited about it. But pull up the leaderboard, do what you got to do because I'm gonna hone in my pick right now, right this second. Clip this. Rory McIlroy is definitely winning the British Open. You know, I, I, I would have to kind of agree with you on that point. You know, I, I could really see it, especially with everything that's going on in the golf world. Uh, it does seem like Rory McIlroy's tournament to lose. I do want to blame our good friend John because um, last night he we we do a little FanDuel competition back and forth with each other, and he goes, "I don't want you to do the same picks. You're always picking Cameron Young." And all oh, like Will Zalatoris and Scotty Scheffler, I want you to change it up. And him saying that made me change it up and not choose my like my favorite Cameron Young. And I'm really pissed off right Cameron now. Cameron Young. Yeah. Cam Young That's has been so, like yeah, one of my rookie. favorite. I'm just surprised. That's been one of my favorite picks. And I didn't I chose um my fan duel lineup is yeah, the greatest. So because well, yeah. he he had a really good one from what he sent from what I remembered except Tiger Woods, right? He had yeah. I, I'm I'm losing in the contest. Um, oh, for the first first major of the year. Yeah. So I I did choose Will Zalatoris, um, in the end, and I did choose um I I chose Zalatoris, Jordan Spieth, um Max Homa, Sahith Thagala. Um, Billy Horschel and Kyle Morikawa. Honestly, not a terrible, like, um, the worst guy I have on this is one over par, um, but also at the same time, one overs. Yeah, him and Horschel. But like, Thigalis, three under. Um, that's been tough. And then we look at John's lineup, and John chose Rory McIlroy. That's really the only thing. He's got Rory and Dustin, and then he has Homa, Garcia, Brooks Kepka, and then Tiger. So, yeah. It's like really bothers me again the problem with rory again he's in a position where he's not leading which is good 
we do not want Rory to lead. Yeah. Um, Last time he won in 2014, he was 600. Shout out Cam Young. I actually have some stats here. Um, I think this one is this one is really cool. Rory McIlroy's first round score to par in majors, 2015 to 2021, he was 34 over par first round in majors. All right, what do you think he is first round in majors in 2022? Um, two under. He's 12 under. Wow, I was he's way 12 off. under. So the way Rory kind of attacked today, and I think he, I think he got the benefit of the doubt because if you look at the stats, like the scoring average by the groups, your first 12, 71.42, 13, 24, second group, 72, 28, then the last group, 73, 6, 7. So it like really skyrockets, I guess. Actually, I guess it's kind of a consistent one stroke average per 12 golfers, but Rory, I like the point you made. He can't be leading it, obviously. Yeah, because that would that, be trouble. The way he kind of went today, like he started with like, what, 40? I didn't watch this morning. My dumbass do so I'm watching the D.B. Cooper um, for limited time series, which let the record show is not worth it. It was actually a huge waste of time. It was extremely dorky, and I I don't know what I was doing. I'd spent the last two nights being up till about 5 a.m. watching this shit, and there's only four episodes. So, uh, anyways, I could have watched it this morning, and then I realized, you know what? I don't have Golf Channel, so I can't. And while I'm on this point, real quick, I saw all freaking day that this is about to be on USA 2 p.m. Central Standard Time to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Nope, I'm watching the Tour de France right now. I know, I know the golf round's over because it's 10 o'clock there, but that's my point being, you say it's going to be on USA. It's not on USA. So I didn't watch a cent today other than highlights, but Rory gets it started with like a 50, 40, 60 foot putt on, on hole one. And then you just, you just maintain that you just par, 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 par seven, eight, nine. You attack that par five. He got it. Like you want to get to like, if you're Rory McIlroy in the first round of major, you want to get off to at least pars and if you birdie you're looking money and then just wait till the next birdie comes probably on a par five you go into the the first nine two under three under if you're really lucky or you're happy with one or two under and then you just continue to maintain it and take the birdies as they come and i think at six under right now i mean he's looking good st andrews the british open to me is just really uh it's really interesting because I've never ever in my whole life viewed it as a difficult tournament. Even yeah. when it's windy, I get that the greens are running fast. I get that everything's running firm. And when it's windy, bro, even when it's windy, they're still going yeah. low. Like they've been going low since the start at this tournament. It, it's, it's pretty easy to, you know, play golf where if you miss it either direction, you're going to most likely be in play, like not losing golf balls. I mean, there are, there is fescue. Exactly. If you're not losing golf balls, you can maintain, like you can stay alive. It's really difficult to shoot high, high scores. If like, it'd have to be 30 to 40 mile per hour wins for you to really shoot. But that's what they, they say this every goddamn year that there's going to be a day with 34 mile. I, I can't even tell you the last time I saw 30 to 40 mile per hour wins at the British Open. Even if it is, it's like, I don't know. Like, these guys still are good enough. They're good enough, dude. I swear to you, though, 
because I was reading some articles this week saying, you know, is St. Andrews too easy? Yeah. You know, they've been doing this for 25 years. They've been doing this for 30 years. Tiger Woods, when he won it in what, 2000, shot like 20 under or 16 under or something like it's. I'm at this point, I've been very critical of the British Open in our 200 episodes almost. But I have, and by the way, we're coming up, we're about 5,000 listens away from 100K. So appreciate you guys. Um, but I don't know. It's just, I, I've always been very critical of this event. And uh, I think I finally gotten to the point where I just accept it for what it is. And because you know me, like I want a hard Oakmont three over wins, but yeah. that's not what the British Open is. So the I'm British Open is just a birdie fest. You know, it's kind of like the John Deere Classic. Um, that's my best interpretation of it is people just want to make birdies. So I don't see any difference between the John Deere Classic and the Open Championship. Like, show me the difference. Different golf courses, yeah. Like rough. But, they, got, they got some thick rough at the Deer. Yeah, and I don't see that much thick rough at the Open. Um, it's like all fairway and then – I don't know. It's just a, it's a chip and putt course for these guys. You know, that's why Cameron Young is shooting eight under par. Like it's candy. Real quick. Did you watch any live? Because I did not. The pumpkin Ridge one. I saw like the final, I was watching the, the final like putt. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really cringed me a lot when I saw Eugene Karchora, the kid from Oklahoma state, um, like celebrate so much when he when Carlos Ortiz made a putt for them to come in third place. It is a lot of money though. It is a lot of money. But at the same time, it's just like I don't know if I've ever cheered about getting third place in anything. Like any anything in my life, I don't think I've ever cheered about. And again, the money thing is different. But it just doesn't seem something to cheer about. Like Tiger said, like, you know, it's just these are exhibitions. Um, so I, I hate to agree. I agree. And when when Live First dropped, it was kind of cool. But to be honest with you, I watched Sunday at, at the Deer. I thought it was actually entertaining. Like, I know it wasn't the best names, but especially maybe it's because I played the course last summer. I actually didn't really recognize most of the holes, like 18 and 17 I recognized. But other than that, like it was like one and two I noticed, but that was really it. <laughs> it's a lot better, of course, I, I think in real life than it is on TV. On TV, I don't think it it still looks cool, but it, it, it's it a looks lot different. Person. It looks a lot different. Yeah. Um, there are some boring holes at TPC, like 11, Um but like a lot of there's some holes that just blend together there. Yeah, you can't even think of eleven right after the par five. Like ten's a cool Dude, par what's five. 10? <laughs> it's a par five. Um no, kind of straight. 10. Dude, I think ten is the short par four with water right green. No. Is it no. par five? Ten's a par five. Um, there's water. It's like an island like not an island green, but it there's the green and then there's water to the right of it. Um Dude, I actually you play don't... nine, you play nine along par four, right? And then you have to drive all the way around. There's a little like halfway house. The um, halfway actually... house is fucking good, dude. Yeah, there's like a ham and cheese like sandwich I got there a long time they ago. Have like a, was... They have like a bacon. Um, they have like they have like this like it's like a bacon, peanut butter, and jam 
It's like the they best know how to do food. They know I know how to do food. What, I actually don't know what you're talking about. This doesn't matter at all because tournaments are. Yeah, but no, I don't you know should what you're think about it. Though I it's, remember, it's a it's a par five. Ten's a par five. It's the road is to the left. Like That's there's a like a road four, to the left. You can't really see. Yeah. It's it's a ten. It's it's a is par it five. Really? Is it really a par, a par five? five? Then it goes eleven, like a par four. Then I think. 12 might wow. be like a par three. I can't remember that, yeah, that, that stretch of golf point gets... point taken point. That's exactly the point. It's pretty, there's some forgettable holes, but yeah. now I have to I go can... check. It's 10 of par like TPC to run. Like... So, all right. Cause I, I know I love a good tour talk, but we're trying to make this podcast how it started and just kind of like talking the shit, which I think people like as well. I never even gave. Wait, I gotta give my picks for the open. I'm gonna just oh, go Cam right. Young. I'm gonna go Cam Young. Why not? I'll take the leader. Um, okay. Or actually, my my hot take. It's gonna be a Cameron. A Cameron wins this Cameron golf tournament. Win. You got two out of three in the top three. <laughs> exactly. The odds are in my favor. Um, let's just say that. So, God, TPC Dur runs making me read. Yep, 10's a 581 par 5. Wow, okay. Then it goes par 4, and then a 208 par 3. Yeah, then par 4, par 4, par 4, par 3, par 5, par 4. So the reason I'm doing um, Golf Made Me – the reason I played TPC last year is because my boy Mike Bronke from Golf Made Me Do It invited me out to it. He, has got, he does, like, this outing every year with his friends and – maybe i think it's mainly friends i think it's actually mm-hmm. all friends but i'm sure there's some like supporters of maybe there's some shirt buyers in there but we're going to highlands of elgin all right Ooh, i actually love highlands of elgin it, i hear good things i know you and sean rave about it and it's a scramble and to be honest with you in scrambles i mean we're gonna be or i'm gonna be losing hard when is it it's on saturday i remember oh. tpc i haven't played since florida i remember tpc deer run in a scramble, dude, I like maybe contributed one shot. This is a course you can contribute a We're lot of shots. We're tipping it out too. at seven thousand. There's a like twelve hundred cash prize, which basically means if you win, you profit a hundred dollars, which I think is retarded. Sorry, Mike, but because um, it's two hundred dollar buy-in. So you only winner, winner two hundred dollar buy-in. You get four players. So, so it's twelve hundred to the winner. Twelve hundred team. Winner. Yeah, or to the team. Yeah, so three hundred a person, which is only a hundred dollars, maybe. What yeah, that's think? tough. Yeah, that's. I think that's, everyone's paying two hundred dollars. Everyone's paying two hundred dollars, which is also ridiculous. But neither here nor there. I'll support a friend. Um, yeah, that's a four hundred dollar prop. Like you win a hundred dollars. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. So if I didn't yeah. know Mike like that, and if I wasn't, I was just about turn, to say I'd love to. You know. There's any spots open, but the you know, a hundred bucks is you'll love Highlands of Belgium. That's one of my favorite tracks out there. Like that's a, a great course. Um, I gotta I gotta think like I've been thinking because Mike was my intern last year. I almost failed the you class. Were his intern. I don't think I should tell. I guess I'm we're we're on on the podcast right now. I don't, uh-huh. think, I don't think I'm ever gonna bring it up to him. He's not listening to this. No. I think I'm ever gonna bring it up, but yeah, this is my first encounter since I almost failed class, almost failed college. Two hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars, but there's this... like in actually, you know what? You win a golf bag, a customized Jones golf bag. 
as well. I forgot each, about that. Or yeah, just one every team. single player if you win. So Ooh. the prize money is, I guess, a little bit better. But I get it. tournaments, well, you... events always confuse the living shit yeah. on me. I have to actually respond to an email. Someone wants us to do an event. I'm like, bro, I, I don't think people would show up to an event of ours. Like, I really – we tried it Maybe last year. Butler. It has to be a good course, and there has to be, like, really good incentives, and it just seems super complicated. But I'm excited to uh, tee it up, and I guess I'll no, let you guys know next week. That'll be fun. Week how she goes. Good course. You'll like the course I a lot. I, I, yeah, I've heard, it's a, I've heard it's a phenomenal golf course, but are you, uh, are you free Monday? I'm free Monday, yeah. Because I think we're going to be playing on Monday. I love to play golf. Um, so I'm actually like, I, I just haven't really been wanting to golf. I feel that. Same. Every time I get on the course, I'm like, I don't want to be here. But see, the thing is, because Nick and I are probably moving to Florida. In a, we are moving. In like we are two moving. months, we're probably moving. I want, it, I want it so badly to get a membership at a club and just go there every single day. That would be really cool. Like that's all. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want to be able to go hit balls at two p.m. when I'm chilling and get some sun, get a tan, catch a tan, catch a vibe, and just play some golf at a private country club. And you know, maybe uh, get the social proof going a little bit, make some connects. And um, I've really been, honestly, I've really been getting fueled by good, good. So I'm on golf talk on one of my TikToks, but it's the wrong side of golf talk. If you've been looking at the golf blowing Instagram page recently, the posts haven't been great. There's like maybe one good post each day and I'm stuck on these bad golf TikToks. And one example I'll use, and this is not a shot at good, good, but like I saw a video and it had like almost a hundred thousand likes. It was like, it was like a quote, like someone was swinging some swing and it was like bro why do you golf so much and then like the the beat drops and it's like because of these guys and it's good yeah. good and it's them and it's like oh shit on a stick dude we can do this uh-huh. did we you see their most do you, this. you see their some of their chicago videos i want to be supportive because i i think garrett's really fucking dope i think bubby's dope i like the guys in good good but if I were to watch a good, good video in my hometown at my old, not home course, but Nick, we have videos of us playing at Displays. Yeah. All I would get, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I literally would not be able to oh, sleep. I, I was talking them. about their, they did a video with. Uh, like Bob some, and shit. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep, dude. They they did a video with some kids who I know, or I know one of the kids. Um, oh, no shit. Yeah. Dude, and he wait. played really well. At what course? What course was it? At Cog, Cog Hill. Yeah, I saw the stories that day. They had like a, they had like a people watching them. Yeah, they. (laughs) So this kid's name is Billy Neiser. Um, I can't say I played with him in a tournament last year. He's going to DePaul. Really good player. Um, wow, he's a good player. He's going to DePaul. Uh oh. Yeah, I know. Watch out. Um, Just kidding. kidding. No, but he's a he's a good kid. Like really cool kid. Played with him at the IADM. Um. He's definitely he's gotten some distance, which is, I think, what I remember. He, he was he's a good player, like, and he played really well in the video. 
like oh, yeah. he carried his his did friends were, um yeah spoiler work they did win but it was a 6v6 wow. scramble and There's it was basically dudes billy, on one hole yeah it was basically billy versus good good because his guy his it was a him and then like a bunch of d2 and d3 golfers and yeah, they made me they made me feel a little bit better about that's, my golf game. That's crazy. I thought good good was I thought like Grant and Garrett were really good. And then I thought like Matt and Bubby have been getting really good too. Or I think Matt is like the most I, I think Matt reminds me a lot of you, Jackson. Just nothing going in his head when he plays golf. So like, you know, he's gonna make clutch putts because he doesn't really understand that it's a clutch <laughs> putt. Nothing towards Matt. I think Matt's gotten better too. As it, I think Bubby and Steven are like the charity. Steve, Steve's not. I can't believe we're talking about the. <laughs> we're talking about our, like our direct competitors. Yeah, like from they Steve, don't know we're our competitors. From from Steve to uh, from Steve to uh, Micah is like just the biggest gap in the world like steve's not even a 15 handicap i i wow in my opinion i don't know he hits the ball well sometimes but if that kid played in like a tournament golf tournament i don't think he's breaking 95 like that's that's his persona though and that's why he's he's probably my second favorite in good yeah. outside of garrett steven he's got the same dog as stafford too yeah and then bubby just i i bubby like Bro, I've been DMing Bubby for three fucking years and he hasn't opened it. Like, oh, uh, God damn, Bubby, I love you. Fuck, man. I was watching one of his – I don't watch YouTube videos, but I was watching one of his videos talking about – and it was book – it was like a room tour or something. He was talking about books. And I gave him this fire piece of advice with condensing books. And I'll never see it, which is a shame. Yeah, one day, one day we'll big, play with him. He's he's too big time. Um, he is too big time. I'm happy for him, bro. I remember when he went to. Uh, I remember he used to DM golf ball all the time, you know, trying to get his stuff on the page, and I'd post it here and there. When he was kind of building, when he was building Bobby up, golf balling, I wasn't really invested in golf balling. Um, mm. It's like three years ago, and I remember you remember he went. He was doing that trick chop challenge yeah uh, the chipping and he went to the hype house and i remember that was so cool because i remember dming him because it was covid and i remember being like dude we got to go play golf because you you and i were recording a video like almost every single day like five days a week nick and i were going out and playing golf while we were in school because it was covid and we didn't have to go to class and uh i remember like that was like the last response I heard from Bubby. Cause he was like, yeah, dude, like, let's do it. I'll be back from, from LA, like on this day, blah, blah, blah. And it uh, never happened, but never happened. Yeah. We he went to big time play with Bubby one day. Cause yeah. he's literally from the town next door. It's yeah. Crazy. He's from Chicago, man. That, that will be always like the thing that just say you're from Palatine, man. It just, it, it, it irks me because it's like, you know, I get it. Like, yeah, Chicago, but like, you're not even close. Like, I still you think the culture is still embedded, dude. 
I'm not when we moved to Florida and people ask where we're from because we have accents. I'm not going to say oh, I'm from the suburb of of Chicago, Arlington Heights. Well, say, if you live, we both we've both have lived in Chicago now. But even if I didn't live in Chicago, I'd but say I get I'm from it. Chicago because it's a lot easier to say that. Yeah. Oh, I'm from a suburb. I I will always say I'm from, I'm from Park Ridge, and I, I'm always you know I'll um I'll always be well, you proud. You gotta rep the hometown. From, yeah. That's why he's got to bring up Palatine. You know, people are going to forget that he's from Palatine, Illinois. Well, um, Palatine's really well off, so I don't think Palatine really. Dude, Palatine's got that good sandwich shop. That none of those matters, but they got a good sandwich shop, and they got a. But I think Bubby or Garrett here. might win the the open someday. I hope Garrett gets in an event one day, but. I think he'll get into some type of. I feel like I Michael so will 100% get like some type of sponsored exemption into a get, yeah, professional maybe, event. I don't know about Garrett. I, I I don't know if he wants to play. Like he had the moment where he's like, maybe I want to do this again. But I think now. Uh, We'd go pro if he had the time. Yeah. Wouldn't we all? But I guess that's enough good, good talk for, yeah. for the podcast. Um, yeah for a couple weeks um, i have some talking points here but i just feel like none of this is as good as the good good talk like uh what do we got here ian poulter got booed on the first hole first good tee. he deserves it was it. kind of it was really surprising but he's like beloved there but yeah he got booed um oh how about barkley brown yeah barkley he, he was four under he had the lead at four under he's shot four under. or he had the lead at three under and the then Stanford start going off. Yeah, the this what's he a junior at Stanford? Like that's really freaking cool. They need to make golf like there is so much cool young talent in the game of golf that even like having a golf podcast, like you have to do your own digging, you have to do your own research. I feel like people actually don't even realize that Cameron Young is a rookie. Yeah. Like Cameron Young is 25 years old. He has five top tens this season. He's been a runner up three times. Like he's a young stud, but I still don't really know much about him. But at the same time, I'm not watching much golf because it's never on fucking TV. But I think one thing I need to do is find the good college golfers or the good like guys in the Corn Ferry Tour then tell you to DM them to come on the podcast. Because I just feel like there's so many kids – that we could get on the podcast who are just like young guns um, that won't show us up. I'm going to DM Michael Lasasso and let's have him next up. So, yeah, the only reason there isn't a guest on here today is because it's open. Week. Or Thorpe Jorson. I felt like it kind of complicate things. But, dude, after having Melanie on last episode and then having her team, DMing her teammate, the guy we were talking about on the podcast, like, yeah. and him, like, literally just turning me away, like – Bro, I got nothing for you. I don't want to say anything I'll regret, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't stand. I got nothing for you, bro. Douchebag. That's it. So he, I don't know. I've been DMing actually a ton of college golfers, and he's the only person who's been like, no, you guys aren't legit like that. It's like, fuck off. But, Everyone's like, there's actually a ton of shy people. I won't say any names, but I've DM like three D1 golfers in the last two weeks, and they're all like, ah, oh, like I'm shy, bro. I don't really want to do that. So we'll start having some guests on. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed Rich from Gas House and uh, Melanie from Alabama Golf. But we're um, 
more or have bit. a producer on the next the next episode we have here yeah. so i'm hoping he can help us get some more guests because it's pretty time consuming i won't lie to you but i agree i mean that yeah that that's like the the storylines i mean tiger um I don't really think Tiger had a chance. I think, honestly, Tiger Woods, um, I think his performance at the Masters is maybe a top five Tiger moment of all time. I mean, you're going to have to put the broken leg, U.S. Open Dude. win. I, I, I think one day we'll go back, we'll look at this, see like, oh, my God, he almost lost both of his legs, and then nine months later he competed, mm-hmm. competed at a Masters event. I think he's just. Do you think knows. he's done for? He no, no, no. I he he knows he's not ready yet. He knows he's not ready yet. But yeah, you're kind of going off adrenaline. Um, I don't think that. I think the U.S. Open DQ or what draw was, was a good move. I don't think he's ready for this. And um, next year he probably will be, but I just think I think his performance in the last couple of majors since the Masters since every performance since the masters has really kind of shown me just how crazy what he did was i saw a tweet this was a viral tweet it was um they were talking about how growing up tiger woods was like kind of put out to be like in the same sect as oj simpson and it the tweet was something it was man i wish i had i should have liked it but it was like it's like, bro, all Tiger Woods did was cheat on his wife. My, my family and people had me thinking as a kid that this dude, like, murdered his whole family or some shit. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Like, all he I, did was just like to have sex. And, I mean, I don't want to speak too much. I mean, this is old news, but, like, I don't know what's going on in his marriage. I don't know what's going on in his personal life. That's not none of my business. But all I know is growing up, like, this man had such a negative stigma when I was first getting into golf just because of that when – I mean, there's dudes like O.J. Simpson who are still beloved. And, I mean, O.J. Simpson definitely killed. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, yeah, but like it. Or not allegedly. So, yeah. Allegedly, no, I, Tiger. It's, I agree. Like, yeah, I thought growing up, I'm like, damn, I can't believe Tiger did that. But then you're yeah, like. Fuck him. Yeah. Like my, my, my boy, my old roommate, Arjun, he thinks Jack Nicholas is the GOAT. Or he used to think, like, years before – I think the Masters win switch, switched his opinion on it. I don't want to speak on – I don't want to put words in his mouth, but, like, he had Jack Nicholas as the GOAT, and he was very um, – and it makes sense to very critical of, of Tiger Woods as a person. And it makes sense. I mean, if you're, you know, cheating on your wife and, and all that shit. But um, I think it just plays into a role. Like, the, it's just weird, like, because we're 22, 23 about – you're fucking 23. Nick, happy birthday, dude. Thank you. Thank you. I'm 23. I'm the old hey. guy on the podcast now. Oldest. Um, it's my LeBron year. I got a yeah. little cake that said LeBron James on it. It's your um, LeBron year. Screw him. So, yeah, fuck you, MJ. Uh, <laughs> I have a Michael Jordan jersey right here. <laughs> 45. <laughs> fuck you, MJ. Fuck you, MJ. Yeah, 23 LeBron year. I feel good about it. Um, What'd you do? Nothing. Um, Any golf? No golf on my birthday. I was sick, or like not sick, but sort of. So dinner with the family, and that was it. 
That was that was my birthday celebration. You know, maybe twenty four will do it for Kobe. Will be the Kobe yeah. year. Yeah. I guess it's the. Is there any other famous twenty threes? Devin Hester. It's my Devin Hester, Hester year. Yeah. That's something everyone knows. Is he is the goat returner of all time? Obviously. Yeah. No, yeah, oh, that's tough. Oh, um, this this is a little bit off topic or way off topic, but this is just for Jackson. Um, this will be the final year the Bears have the all time NFL win record. Yep, because the Packers are one away. Dude, the the thing always growing up for me because in 2010 when the Packers won the Super Bowl. And- all the, all my everyone in my Bears, everyone in my family, like a diehard Bears fan, they'd always be like, Well, actually, we have the most uh conference championships of all time. You go and you look up like the most conference championships. I swear to you, it's like Bears, like I'll pick a random number 17. It's like Packers 16. Like it's it's like yeah. it's like whatever the Bears have, like Green Bay's like one less than them yeah. solo too. It's just like it helps when you're having on like, to anything you can at that point. But yeah, both teams started in 1920 and you're like, ah, well, one went away. So one I, I saw that and I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be tough this year when like I mean it'll it might be this. Week two, probably, yeah. yeah. When we start 0-2 and, and the Packers they start 2-0. and 0 and yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> With this win, the Packers become the all-time winning franchise in all sports – or in all NFL histories. It's like, oh, fuck. That would be tough. If any listeners want to follow my football channel, it's Jackson NFL. Doug Cuff pulled up to my Twitch stream last night. This is, like, late <laughs> as fuck, too. It's, like, 11. I was surprised to see Dougie there. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's only love dog only love only love well i think that about wraps us up i yeah. uh major weeks are always kind of tough because it's like yeah. this episode gonna do really bad because no one wants to listen know. to go watch golf i listen yeah. to a podcast like just the freaking foreplay had the um nasa guy on i think nasa episode yeah Oh, last thing I'm going to touch on is I don't know if Trent's going to break 90 in the next five years. There's just no – he's not even close. It's, like, extremely embarrassing. We're not even have a comment I don't, on that. I love you, Trent, but it's, like – Bro, how's your job to talk golf and you don't have enough time to go break 90? Yeah. Like, 90 is not tough to break. It's not – if I – if I don't break 90, I'm very pissed off, and I play and he was, 15 times a year. And he's athletic enough. Like, he played football in high school. He, he really? Oh. Yeah. Still, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nothing. I love you, Trent. I love Trent so much. But it's just, so, like, really, he's not close to breaking 90 as well. It's like him trying to break 100. So, I it's like he, I can't watch those videos. They're really tough to watch. They're really tough to watch. But hopefully someday. We'll see. Yeah, I'm all set. <laughs> well, that wraps us up. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Um, we're not on YouTube because I thought we were going to edit this for clips, but since it's British Open, we can probably. Yeah. But, um, we'll see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. All right. Ciao. Cheers.